An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a prayers. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. And today we're going to talk about some really personal stuff that I'm going through right now. And there's so many on my list that we're just going to go down the list and talk about every topic that I am just so sick and tired. I am tired. And not tired like, oh, I need to sleep. Not like that. Like tired emotionally not physically tired but mentally and emotionally um I actually read this quote and I felt it so deep in my soul like to the core of my soul and so yeah it's like a quote slash poetry I guess you could say but every time I read it I can relate to it and it's been two years now that I feel like I can relate to this and this is how it goes I am tired, not from a lack of rest. No, I slept quite well last night and I've had my coffee. It's something deeper, something present in the fibers of my skin, in my tendons, in my eyes. I am exhausted, fatigued by life, by the noise, by the silence, the people and the empty rooms, the light and the dark, by hope and despair. So worn down by the world that nothing in it can refresh my mind from the constant buzzing. I am tired and there's not enough hours in the night for the type of rest that I need. I am so exhausted with everything that I've been going through lately. I just feel like every time I say, oh my God, what else could happen? It's like a fucking test that life wants to throw at me. Oh, you want to know what else can be thrown at you? Here you go. You want to know if there's a level below rock bottom? Well, there's a basement. And... I'm just tired. I'm not depressed. I'm not sad. I'm like angry. But at the same time of being angry, I'm exhausted. I am exhausted. So I actually, I wasn't going to talk about how he fucked me over, but because, you know, I have so many great contents of talking about being fucked over by a guy that I didn't want to add another one to the list. But after what happened last night, I'm going to bring it up. I'm not going to go into details who he is. I'm not even going to change his name and have fun with it. I'm just going to tell you the story. This guy was the first guy in two years that I actually could see myself, like, seeing long terms with. Like, seeing it be the end goal, which is marriage. I could, not because, like, I was, like, in love with him, but because he had every trait that I wanted in my husband. He was professional. He was sweet. He was good-looking the sex was good he was understanding and at the same time didn't judge me because yes I have a strong personality yes I have an attitude from fucking hell so I do need a strong man to be able to handle me and he seemed like he could be that person we were talking for a few eh, few weeks maybe two months I met him at the worst time and he had to go away for a little bit and then when he came back first thing he did within hours of coming back was I miss you I want to see you like come over I want to see you so we hook up again 
I'm thinking, great, now that he's local and he's back in my town, this could possibly go somewhere. And I really liked him. I mean, I really liked him. I genuinely liked him. And not, lo- not only did we have, like, a connection physically in in relationship-wise, but we had, like, a friendship. Like, we would talk about my podcast and we would talk about my life or my problems. And he was there for me, like, in the little time that we knew each other. So I really liked him. And we hooked up that night. So I thought, great, now we can actually see where this is going because it's not just talking because he was out of my state. But now that he's local, we can see where this is going. Well, the next day from him seeing me, he ends up hooking up with one of his girlfriends that are one of his friends that is a girl and didn't know that I knew her. I accidentally bumped into him out at a bar and he knows I go out all the time. So... He knows where I go. He knows where I hang out. And I don't know why he thought he wasn't going to ever bump into me, but he looked surprised. And not only that, I didn't think much of it when he was there with the girl. So I see him and I get excited about whatever was going on that day. And I'm showing him this video for this episode um, for one of my guest speakers I had recently. And he was a huge fan of this person. So I'm showing him this and I'm excited and I'm not even like paying attention to what's around me because I was happy to see him and I was happy to share it with him. And then my girlfriend comes up to me. She's like, the girl that was standing next to him freaked the fuck out when he went with you to the patio so you can show him that video. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, she wanted to fight you. And I'm like, whoa, like, who is this bitch, like, owning him when I just saw him two days ago and he just got back two days ago? And I asked him, I'm like, what is going on with your friend and why the hell is she flip out? He's like, I don't know. He just lied so bad to my face, so bad. And I'm like, you don't have to lie to me. Like, just be honest with me. I'm giving you right now, like, the free get out of jail card. Just be honest with me. And he decided not to be. When I go back inside, I see the girl and she's like, I just want to let you know that me and him hooked up today and yesterday and we've been hanging out since and this is why I got upset. And then I see him walking towards the bar that I'm at and I tell the bouncer, don't let him in. And I like pretty much shoved him and embarrassed the shit out of him. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how are you going to lie to me? You just told me you don't know how, why she's acting like this, why she's being like this. And then you end up fucking her 12 hours after me. I mean, I appreciated it was after me, but... You lied to my face. It wasn't the fucking part. We weren't dating. We were talking. We He didn't owe me that. But the fact that he lied to me, I could never trust him. And I liked him. So we get in this huge argument in the parking lot. And he's just like yelling at me. I mean, yelling at me. He's like, I don't need to explain shit to you. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Every guy figures out that they fucked up and somehow they want to attack my personality over it. They want to attack my character about it. And I cried in front of him, which was so embarrassing. But it was more because, like, it was the letdown of it. It was the first guy that I saw myself that I can possibly be into a long-term with that I saw I could be. I'm not saying he thought that about me. I'm saying I thought that about the relationship or whatever you want to call it. And I cried because... It hurt me to see that he was not, one, into me like I was into him. Two, that it was the first guy in two years that I actually really liked that I can possibly be in a long-term relationship. And he got fucked over again. Like, I haven't been fucked over so many times in my life. And all over a lay. And not only that, but this girl, like, she's a friend of mine and she doesn't have her shit together. She's still figuring out her life. But it got fucked over this whole 
relationship between me and him got fucked over over just a fuck. It wasn't even a girl that they were going to like start talking or dating or anything. It was just a fuck. And I was upset. I was like, I liked you. I really fucking liked you. And like you lied straight in my face. He ends up getting like in an Uber and leaving and my night was ruined. And I know it's not a big deal because we never dated. It was the fact that it was the first person that I got excited over after being ghosted for my ex. I got let down again. So it's like so many people out there like get fucked over and they're like, I get fucked over, but I don't want to date because I'm just going to get fucked over. I'm not like that. I believe that love is out there. And just because someone fucked me over doesn't mean that every guy is going to fuck me over. But it gets to a point when you have that mindset that when you keep getting fucked over by every person after being fucked over so many times, I'm just like asking myself like, Angie, why are you expecting good things from these people when you've never experienced good things from men? Like you never experience people that love you in the right way, but you always do the right things for them. Why? I don't know. And it kind of like attacks my self-esteem a little bit. So after that, and then this one guy is like stuck on his ex and she's apparently a crazy bitch and he'll delete my Instagram or he'll delete my number and then he'll ask me, what's your Instagram again? Or add me back on Snapchat back and forth. And I'm like, dude, get back with your ex if this is gonna be, oh, I'm sorry, my ex just went on my phone. This is what he said. So I was binge watching 13 Reasons Why one night during the hurricane here in Florida. And he was like talking to me, telling me about like what episode he was on. We were like really close into the episode that we were at. And a week later, he's like, hey, what's your number? When I saw him in person, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, your number, what is it? Like my ex deleted all my contacts a while ago and I need to save your number. I was like, we talked a week ago. So the fact that your ex deleted all your girls' numbers on your phone within a week, I'm not interested. And he's like, no, like I'm done with her, da 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 I got deleted like two days after that. Obviously didn't waste my time on that one. And then I started hanging out with another guy who was like, really into me really sweet again as soon as you act like you're not interested or you don't pick up their phone calls all night i literally got to the point where i just read the tech messages and i see my phone ringing and i'm just staring at it because i'm like what's the fucking point and then as soon as i started giving a little bit of attention back it like minimizes on their side so i'm like okay like it's all about games and i have a friend who's married who said no matter how old you are no matter if you're married or not you always still have to play the game because we're all human and we all want to be a challenge, we all want to chase, we all want to be chased, and even when you're married, you still have to play the game. If that's true, then I don't want to fucking be married. I'm tired of playing the games. I'm tired of being a person that I'm, who I'm not. I'm tired of having to act a certain way when I really feel this way. Why can't we all be authentic? Why can't we be transparent? Why can't we be just real? Real is not always pretty, I know that, and everybody needs to understand that. People attack me all the time. I had a girl not too long ago, one of my best friends from New Jersey. Me and him talked all the time, but his girlfriend's fucking psychotic and she's jealous and thinks that I fuck her man and think that I want her man, which believe me, I don't fucking want her man, but he's my best friend since I was 12 years old. And she messaged me, she's like, what would everyone think on your podcast if they knew the real you? I'm like, oh honey, everybody knows the real me on my podcast. Believe me, I talk about shit that people don't have the balls to talk about. But something that everybody needs to understand is being real is not 
always pretty. Being real is not always gonna be cute. It's gonna be psychotic. It's gonna be sad. It's gonna be, oh my god, who is she? But at the same time, it's also gonna be like, wow, she's a good person, or wow, they're a good person. They have a good heart. It's everything. It's good and bad. Maybe more bad. I actually recently got told by a family member that they don't listen to my podcast because I am too honest about my life and they don't think it's good for me to do that for myself. And that they won't listen to it because they think it's pathetic that I'm so honest about my life. And that crushed me because my podcast is like my baby. My podcast is my life. And if you're telling me that my podcast is pathetic... You're telling me that I'm pathetic. Why? Because everything that I've been through, I have no shame to tell people so maybe they can relate. Because the person who told me this has been through a lot of shit, but they're very secretive because they don't want no one to know the dumb shit that they've done or the dumb shit they've let be done to them. And I'm not like that. So yes, being real is not cute. And I'm tired of people saying, oh, you need to be like this or you need to be less like this. I don't need to be anything. I need to just be me. So in dating, I don't want to be anything but myself. So when I saw the first guy that I talked about in this episode, the guy that I really could see myself with, when I saw that he was okay with who I was and how I expressed who I was, it made me feel good because not a lot of guys out there are okay with a girl like me expressing my life like I do on this podcast. And the thing about this guy is that he's not a bad guy at all. He's actually a like decent human and... I knew that he felt horrible because the next day I get this long text message from him like apologizing and just sincerely like saying sorry. So when I actually talked to the girl that he hooked up with um, the next day I talked to her she was like have you heard from him? I'm like yeah he sent me like this long text apologizing and she's like oh well I messaged him and I think he blocked me so I was like okay well at least that made me feel better about the situation not that it was competition but it was like that he truly I guess really felt bad of fucking me over we ended up having lunch one day just to like talk it out but once like the trust is broken like this whole relationship if it was to even be a relationship it's just gonna be shit where insecurities will start building up and no trust at all and I really don't have the energy to deal with that shit again and later when we finally were done arguing he did say you know you did tell me just tell me the truth and you gave me the chance to be honest with you but I was so far into my lie that like I knew you were gonna get upset and I'm like if you knew you were lying and I just told you just be honest with me like why didn't you just be honest he's like because I knew you were gonna stop talking to me as soon as I told you the truth and it's not even what the what he did that that was fucked up it was more of the lie and later after this whole argument you know we made up and we had lunch and he was like you know are you wanting to like see where this goes and I'm like no usually the me before would be like yeah Let's see where this goes. Take another chance. Why not? But once I see red flags in the beginning now, I'm not fucking taking my chances. I ain't got time for that shit. And I hate that I sound like I'm complaining about my life. Like, oh, poor her. She just hates her life. And and I do appreciate the good stuff. But right now, it's like I've been going through this rut for a good two years now. And it's just you would think it would be better by now. Yeah, there's things I do appreciate about my life. But there's things that I'm like 
can't just one thing go my way. Like, we all have family issues. We all have issues with our parents. We all have some deep wound from our upbringing. We all are going through something. Everybody has a story. Everybody's going through something. But I feel like in every area of my life right now, it's like not even mediocre. It's like below average. (laughs) And I was just like talking to my girlfriend about this last night. And I was like, I just want one thing to go my way. And she's like, what, like a guy? And I'm like, no, not even about a guy, just anything. And she's like, well, Angie, like you're really pretty and you da 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 and you have a great personality and you're a cool girl. Like, you can have a lot of guys. I'm like, yeah, I can have a guy to sleep with, but that's not what I'm like. I'm not wasting my time to do that. Like, could I go in bed with somebody right now and get attention from a man if I wanted one? Yeah. Do I want attention from a man like that? No. I mean, yeah, if I'm dating him, sure. But if, if it's just sex, I'm not interested. Like, I'm too old for that. But not even that. It's like, I respect myself more than that. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like where I live, but in this town, it's like everybody here is a fuckboy. And if they're not a fuckboy, then they're stuck on their ex. And if they're not stuck on their ex, then they're not looking for a commitment because they're butthurt from a past relationship. And I'm like, okay, well, what's my excuse? Like, I've been hurt. I've been broken. I've been betrayed by pretty much every important person in my life, but I don't look down on that. I don't think that I'm not capable of loving someone because of my past that's not fair to them I don't treat anybody that I meet in the future I don't treat anyone in my life based off of the actions of people in my past like because it's not the same person yes is there you know red flags or a like warning sign or a warning light popping up in my head when they do something or they say something yeah but I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt I'm not gonna assume because they are not that person but then when they end up being just like that after like five times or five different people you're like I'm over it you know my mom always says she actually told me this the other day she was like do you think that if we stayed in Jersey you'd be like married and settled down and I'm like probably my life would be completely different I was 14 years old when I moved from New Jersey to Florida and I fucking hated it for two years I had the biggest grudge against my dad because he made us move to Florida and I don't even know if my brothers or anyone in my family knows about this but the reason why my dad came up with the idea to move to Florida was because he was sick of his job pretty much having a midlife crisis and he was cheating on my mom and he went to Florida to visit the girl I guess they I don't know if the girl's from Florida I don't know but he went to Florida and Miami and he loved it And even though we didn't move to Miami, we moved way opposite of that, which was Jacksonville, which is North Florida, which is pretty much South Georgia to me because it's not Florida. It's very, not as tropical or as pretty as it is in Miami. The reason why we ended up there was because my dad said, I'm moving to Florida. I love everything about Florida. And if you want to work it out, come with me. And my mom went and she dragged us along. And I actually read something the other day was like three aspects of who you are today is what you saw as a child or on in your upbringing. One, how your mom treated your dad. Two, how your dad treated your mom. And three, because I'm a female, how your mom treated herself. And I'm not here to put my dad and my mom's dirty laundry out there because they've been married since they were 17 and 19 years old and they've been married over 40 some years and it sounds great everyone's like oh i want a marriage like that i don't i don't want to be afraid that someone's gonna go and step out of my marriage my whole life like i'm not i'm i'd rather not have a marriage like that of 40 plus years but the whole time i was worried and sometimes you know 
because I've been divorced and, you know, me and my mom, we bump heads a lot and we'll get in the heat of a moment. And of course, I've said disrespectful or mean things to her. I'm not going to say I have it. But she will throw in my face and say, at least I can keep a man. Or she would say, yeah, but your father always wanted to be with me. He never left me. Like, the guys in your life left you. And even though, like, it hurts so bad to hear that from my own mother, it's true. So, yeah, just because a man wants you in his life and he's going to chase you as soon as he hurts you and realizes, like, oh, don't leave me because you have three kids with them. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he'd be smart not to leave you. But you're not smart for staying. It must be nice to feel, like, wanted at that moment. I'm sure she does because she, you know, she's always wanted to feel wanted. But I don't want a man to stay after he does some fucked up shit and tries to take it back. And then, by 14, I moved from New Jersey to Florida. And I hated it here two years. And I was so mad at my dad. Like, one day we got in a really huge, like, deep conversation, me and my dad. We were talking about, I think it was, like, something about my divorce or something about a breakup. And my dad's like, you have men issues, Angie. And I'm like, I know. And he's like, but I'm in your life. Like, I've never, like, abandoned you. Like, I'm, you know, I'm your father. Like, I've always provided for you. Like, my dad's worked his ass off his whole life. I won't say he wasn't a provider. He was the best provider. And I don't know if it's because he's a tourist, but he doesn't show his emotions very well. So I was never daddy's girl. I was always mama's girl. Because my mom was always home, probably. But my dad didn't really show affection towards me. Not that, like, he hated me, no. But, like, I don't know. I I see, like, my brother, how he is with his daughter and, like, how, like, physically hugs her and kisses her and, like, treats her like a princess. And I'm like, I think my dad didn't do that, not because he didn't love me, but because he didn't know any better. I was the only daughter. And they always say, like, oh, we wanted a daughter so bad. And I'm the youngest of three. And I'm the only girl. And they're like, we wanted a girl so bad. And my parents came into America when they were 22 years old from Argentina and my dad didn't know anybody here and when the doctor told him it was a girl he literally like hugged the doctor and he was excited but it's like but now I look back and I'm like you you say how you so excited to to have a girl but I guess when like the going got tough having a girl because yeah I am more dramatic than my brothers yeah I do have more shit going on yeah I don't have two incomes like my brothers being married do you know there's stuff that's different and I do depend on my parents on emotional level a lot or even financial level sometimes or in the past and it is harder probably to be parent of a girl than it is for a parent to be of a boy but just because it gets hard or because that one child is more difficult than the other one doesn't mean like oh I have to like tough love them like I don't know I'm not saying my dad is like this horrible man to like me no he's always been a good father and you know, he's always giving me a good structure, you know, lifestyle. And we grew up as Christians and I knew my morals and everything. I grew up with the foundation of what I feel like would be good parenting, you know, the right and the wrong, the good and the bad, the curfew, you know, the punishment and like teaching and discipline. Like he did a good job with that. But seeing him, how he treated my mom and literally gave her the ultimatum to literally move to Florida. If not, he was going to Florida by himself and my mom went. I had like, I mean, yeah, I was 14, but that's a difficult age to move a child. And I, I was in a, a town in New Jersey that was two miles big. So it was one high school, one middle school, and one elementary school. I had a group of seven girlfriends. And, you know, I had to sit there after they all went, you know, freshman year in high school. And I'm seeing, you know, on social media how they're all still friends. And then, you know, they 
still hang out and we all grew apart after I moved. I mean, I would come visit a lot, but that slowly slowed down. And once I started getting used to living in Florida, I didn't go as much and we all just got distant. One of them lives in California. One of them lives in New York City. Shit, I mean, I think two of them live in California now. The other one moved to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I haven't seen her in years. You would think I would because she's in Florida. No, we all grew up. I mean, you don't talk to people in freshman year of high school or people in middle school or people you grew up with your whole life you don't but I started a school here in Florida that was like 1900 students in my senior year when I was just in a school that was like 300 so I was like a small fish in a big pond and the worst years to like move a child and I was very resentful of my dad and my dad in that deep conversation said I think I damaged you when I made you move to Florida and like that was the hardest day in my youth was June 20th 2000 I literally had my friends all like run up behind my U-Haul truck and I was just bawling my eyes out I didn't want to leave it sucked I think that's where my abandonment issues started and it wasn't even like oh somebody abandoned me no but I also like my brother who I was closest with which is the my older brother but the middle child he just graduated high school right when we moved to Florida and he decided to stay in New Jersey so I didn't just lose my friends I didn't just lose the whole familiarity of living there and growing up in New Jersey but I can say right now at my age I I have more years of experience of my brother not being in my life than him being in my life like locally I guess I haven't had a Christmas with him in like 19 years so did it affect me yeah I mean my brother after him the one that did come to Florida he's eight years older than me so at 14 years old you don't want to hang out with your 14 year old when you're like 22 <laughs> almost 22 so we weren't close I mean me and my older brother now my oldest brother we're closer now than we were ever were but it sucks because I don't have that bond with my other brother who I was actually the closest with I didn't lose my brother but I lost that connection that closeness with my brother I I don't like change I guess that's probably why I, I think that's where it started the whole changing from that move is when I was like I don't like change I'm never moving out of Jacksonville I'm staying here and now that I have kids and now that I'm pretty much like stuck here because you know my kids live here um their dad lives here so like we would all have to agree if we wanted to move I just feel stuck here I wish so bad that I could just literally pack my stuff and start over in a new city, in a new state, and just start over. And like ever since I moved away, I was like, oh, I'm never gonna move away again. But every girlfriend that I've had since high school has moved away. My sophomore year, I had a friend and she moved to California. She was my best friend. So we lost, and then made other friends, and then they went to either other high schools, or we lost contact because of distance. And then one of my good friends from high school, Sarah, she's actually in California, San Francisco now. I never thought she was ever gonna freaking leave here because she has a disabled brother who's paralyzed from a car accident, and you know gets like nurse help daily, and just her parents. And I never thought she would leave, but she literally sold her Lexus. She packed her bag she had a friend who lived in California and she crashed on her couch for like a month got a job and she's doing better than ever right now years later and I visit her and everything you know she is the same person but we're not like connected like that anymore and it sucks because like yeah I might like promise myself like oh I'm never gonna move out of Jacksonville but everyone has left all my girlfriends has left I've lost contact with so many friends and they moved right after my ex moved away within a year the two girlfriends that I had moved away. One moved away in July of 2017, and the other one moved away like in June of 2018, after my ex left the year before. So those three people that were like in my life in 2017, 
we're all gone by 2018. And I'm like, as much as I promised myself, I don't want, I'm never going to leave. It's like everybody, you know, everybody grows up and everybody wants to do something. They just leave and they, or they want to better themselves and they just get up and go. And I can't do that. And I'm not going to blame that on my kids. Of course not. I mean, you know, I had kids and I get that. And I'm, I could get up and leave, but that means I wouldn't have my kids in my life as much as I do. So I'm not going to risk that. Like, heck no. And I'm not going to take my kids away from their dad just because I want to start my new life somewhere. Like, I don't, my kids don't deserve to not have their dad in their life because I want to change. So yeah, do I feel stuck here? Do I feel like I have an anchor holding my leg down? Yeah, like I do. I get so jealous when I hear people that just like, oh, I started my new life somewhere else. I'm like, you're so lucky. And if you don't have no kids, like you need to take full advantage of that. So if you're listening to this right now and you're contemplating to start somewhere new because you realize that where you are right now is not where you want to be. Everywhere you go is just shit. The dating scene here is fucking horrible. I don't even find people that attractive here. I'm not saying it's all about looks, but you know, that does bring you in. And I would love to meet other people in different places, but I can't. So if anyone out there is like contemplating on wanting to move away and start a new life, and you're a female, or even a guy, but if you're a female and you're like, I'm scared to do that, but should I, should I not? Do it if you have no responsibilities. Do it if you have nothing holding you back. Because one day you will have kids, and one day you will have people that are going to be in your life that you know that you can't do something for yourself because it would affect them. So do it before that happens, because you're always going to regret not doing it. And what my dad said, do you think that me moving you here affected you? I was like, yeah. And my mom just asked me the other day, she's like, do you think your life would be different? Do you think you'd be married? I'm like, yeah. Because the people I grew up with in New Jersey were completely different than the people I grew up in Florida. Not saying that just because the people in Florida act a certain way that I did what I did in my life. Of course, I mean, I made my own decisions. I got pregnant at 20 years old, dating the father of my children for four months when I got pregnant. So I didn't think long-term until I got pregnant. All my friends in New Jersey at 20 years old were not getting pregnant. They're all in college. They all had the full college experience. I didn't. So yeah, I do think my life would have been different in New Jersey because I would have been around people who didn't get married till they were in their 30s, who didn't have kids until they were in their 30s. But I've noticed here in Florida, it's like very common to do that at an early age. So maybe surrounding myself with those people that I grew up with in New Jersey, I would have had a different mindset of what marriage was or what being a parent was and my girlfriend it was helping me move last night and we just got in a deep conversation she's like at least you have kids and I'm like oh yeah of course I was like you know I think about it all the time like would I want to be a divorced mom but still have kids right now my age and look back or would I rather be my age right now single and never had kids I'm like no I would of course I would rather have my kids no matter if I was divorced or not but for the sake of my kids for the future of them for bringing them up in a better and not environment but a better you know like a mom and dad and a home and a happy home and like having a college degree and all that yeah I wish I did do all that before I had kids but would I take it back and rather be single now and then be a divorced parent no because that means I wouldn't have my kids in my life but I feel like my kids deserve so much better than what my life turned out to be not because like I'm doing anything wrong but because they deserve to like have everything and I didn't plan it like I should have. So if you feel like you need to like go out there and just find yourself or start over somewhere new, go do it. Like do it. Just make sure you're not hurting anybody when you do it. So on to the next subject. Um, because I noticed that, you know, hey, I can't move out of Jacksonville. So the dating scene here is horrible. I mean, sometimes I'm on, I'll get like on Bumble or something or some dating site and I'm swiping and I'm like, is this a fucking joke? Like 
are these people really looking for dating pop? Nah, because it is Bumble, but it's like, this is my pool of people. Like, this is the pool of people I have left. So yeah, I do attract a lot of younger people because I do have a younger mindset and I do have a young heart in, or I have a young soul. But then when I start dating someone new or I start seeing someone younger or start dating someone younger, the maturity level is not where my level is when I'm serious about someone. And then later I'm like, oh, that's right, because they're this much younger than me. And then I'm stuck with a pool of people of my age, which is shit here. I don't know. I think the dating scene here in Jacksonville is horrible. I'm not saying it's for everybody. It's going to be horrible, but for me it is. I actually talked to somebody the other day, and they moved up north to Pennsylvania. It's like, yeah, he's like, um, I will say this. He's like, in Pennsylvania, the dating scene is so much better. Like, there's just different people and different options, and people want to better themselves like it's not all about immaturity and fuck boys or girls that are just you know so full of themselves like people are actually like educated and then people i mean i'm not i don't have a college degree i'm not saying you have to have a college degree but it's like just be sophisticated don't be ghetto don't be fucking trashy don't be fake because it's cool like you know like just be professional and he was like but yeah i agree he's like the dating scene in jacksonville is shit and i'm like great this is exactly where i'm stuck so i actually came up with the idea the other day i woke up my girlfriend and me went out the night before and I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I just came up with the best idea. I was like, I'm going to download Hinge and I'm going to do a dating profile. And I was like, I'm going to put my location somewhere else in Florida. Not like Miami because I ain't trying to like date someone from Miami either. But somewhere where it's a different scene, you know, or different people or more people like that I would like to date. Everyone has their type and not just like looks, but like, you know, environment. You know, have you ever been in a city where you go there and you're like, wow, everybody looks like so classy or everyone looks so professional or everyone looks so sophisticated or knowledgeable. Like I, I went to like a city, I'm not gonna say what city I put in my, on my thing, but I put a city like that where I knew that I could probably find someone that's on my level or, or not my level, but what I, my taste is in and my age. And, um, and my girlfriend's like, well, what are you gonna do when, when you tell them you're from Jacksonville? I'm like, well, they're gonna see that I'm from Jacksonville, but I think we need to start like expanding our horizon. And she's like, I agree. She's like, we need to start going somewhere else because we're over it here. We're so over it here. Here's the same shit every day. Same shit, different day. I'm willing I'm willing to, like, get out of my shell. I might not be able to move away, but, I mean, I could drive two hours over the weekend with my girlfriends. Go have a good weekend somewhere else. I mean, and I'm not saying go out in bars. Like, go to a nice resort and, like, go by the pool and have spa days. Like, just do different shit than people here in Jacksonville do. Maybe if I do that, like, I will meet different people, different friends too, not just guys. I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. So I get on the app that morning and I'm just like, you know, getting all this notification. I'm like, okay, good. I was like, oh my God. I was like, girl, look at these men. They look so professional. Like they were wearing suits. Like, and of course they're all my age, but it's like, they're not immature. Like people my age here are like surfers with long hair and they probably sound like they're fucking roasted out of their mind no i want someone who can be cool and chill and have fun but also knows how to be a real man or a real person like professional i guess that's my type not everyone has the same type but i actually started talking to this one guy and he was like how are you single and i'm like because i live in fucking jacksonville pretty much and i was like this is what we're gonna do i was like we're gonna start meeting like at different cities i might not be able to move i might not be able to move anywhere else but i do live in florida so let's take full advantage of it there's amazing cities here in Florida. There's Tampa. There's Orlando. There's Fort Lauderdale. There's every place around here within three hours or four hours with with a 
different like environment so why not take advantage of it so I got on there and I just started like talking to people and it just made me want to be like yeah yeah I might not be able to move there but you know what I don't want to meet people from other places yeah I don't want to do long distance yeah I don't want to meet anyone from fucking thousand miles away no I'm good but at this point I'm just like I need to if this is my pool of people I need to expand my area so um yeah that's what I'm doing right now and it's not just for about guys but a girlfriends too like I want to be people from different areas I'm I'm not saying I hate Jacksonville I don't hate it but I definitely am over it and I can't do anything about it I can't just get up and leave like a lot of people have in my life or friends have so I'm gonna do what I can with my situation and that's expand my horizons by going when I can on my free time every other week when I don't have my boys and just live my life since I can't do it permanently you know I just want one thing to go right whether it's a career area or finances or love or any issues in the family or something I just want one thing to go right (laughs) everyone's like you have to be everyone's like you have to be optimistic if you're going to manifest it you need to be optimistic oh I am the most optimistic person I know and after two years of going through shit you would think I would lose my optimism, but I haven't. But I eventually, I keep asking myself, well, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? Because I'm getting tired of walking for two years. It's like you're you know, on a treadmill and you're like jogging and you see a little light and you're like, oh, I'm almost there. But you never fucking get there and it's been like an hour. You eventually slow down and you're like, okay, that's not going to happen. And I don't want to get there, but I'm exhausted and I'm not exhausted physically. I'm exhausted emotionally. Some people will hear my story and they'll be like, how do you even believe in love still? How are you still... I had a therapist once say to me, how are you still here? And when she meant by here, she meant like in earth. Because she's probably seen so many people go through either the same or not as bad who have done some crazy shit. Because I still have optimism, that's why. Because I don't treat people the same as people in my past. But then I have to question myself, why am I still getting those actions from people? Why am I surrounding myself with new people that still treat me the same? That's not something about me. Maybe I'm bringing them in. And I think that all comes around with the fact that I beat them all in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, we call it Jacksonville High School here in Jack's Beach. Because it's like a high school, even though it's a big city, it's like a high school. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody does the same shit. I can tell you right now, me and my girlfriend, we do the same shit all the time. We go out to the beach bars because there's nothing else to fucking do. So everyone thinks you're a drunk, which I, not in a tent, don't even get drunk when I go out. Like, I'm the kind of person that instead of staying home and being bored or being by myself, I like to surround myself with people. I love being around people. I get high being around a group of friends. That's just how I am. So in Jacksonville, I have to do what I can with what I'm able to do here and that's going out where everybody goes out to probably get fucked up or have a good time or whatever and I'll go out there not to get fucked up but just to be around people or to meet people and then when I meet people I ask myself like oh really another one of you like this is like the 10th version of the person I've met before in my past I don't go out to meet guys I don't go out to meet people like that because the last place you want to meet a guy is at a bar but online is not working for me either so the point of this whole story is if you can expand your horizons and you don't like where you're at change it and if you can't change it find another way to get what you want out of this fucking life so I hope that this helps out to whoever is contemplating what to do in the next step of their life or their future do it take that risk because it might be the best thing you've ever done I've had the wrong hope, but he's for me I've trusted and I've been
An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's also tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to subscribe to My Ugly Truth Podcast. Listening to my ugly truth podcast. An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my ugly truth podcast. Save me a press.